Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Jack Benny program, transcribed and presented by Lucky Strike. Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. For Lucky Strike means fine tobacco, richer tasting. Fine tobacco. Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Lucky Strike. Lucky Strike. Friends, how do you feel about it? Isn't smoking enjoyment the main thing you want from your cigarette? Well, just remember this. Smoking enjoyment is all a matter of taste. And the fact of the matter is, Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Now, freshness is especially important. And you'll be glad to know that every pack of Lucky Strike is extra tightly sealed to bring you Lucky's better taste in all its natural freshness. Light up a Lucky and see for yourself how much fresher, how much better it does taste. Lucky's just have to taste better. In the first place, they're made with fine tobacco. Fine, naturally mild, good-tasting tobacco. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Secondly, Lucky's are made better. Made round and firm and fully packed to draw freely and smoke evenly. All this means better taste. Yes, smoking enjoyment is all a matter of taste. And the fact of the matter is, Lucky's taste better. So be happy, go lucky. Get better taste and get it fresh with Lucky Strike. Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Lucky Strike, Lucky Strike. The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Rochester, Dennis Day, Bob Crosby, and yours truly, Don Rose. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight Jack Benny will do another of his TV programs over the CBS network. However, let's turn back the clock to early morning and go out to Jack's home in Beverly Hills. Good morning, Rochester. Oh, good morning, milkman. Easy with those bottles. Mr. Benny is still asleep. Okay, here's your order. The milk, cream, butter, and eggs. Thanks. Uh, By the way, when you came up the walk, did you see any sign of our parrot? No. Why? Every year when it gets close to Thanksgiving, she gets scared and hides from us. (laughs) No, I didn't see her. Well, I gotta be going. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Oh, say, uh, Rochester. Yeah? Doesn't Mr. Benny do another of his television shows tonight? Uh Uh-huh. That's why I'm letting him sleep so late. You know, doing radio and television is quite a strain, even for a man of 39. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you trying to kid? You've been saying Mr. Benny is 39 for years. I know, and I'll keep right on saying until I get a better offer from some other comedian. (laughs) (laughs) I I see what you mean. Well, goodbye. Goodbye. Well, I better put this stuff in the refrigerator. So that's where you've been hiding. Gosh, look at the shiver. Polly, how do you feel? Oh, baby, it's cold outside. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is the second time you've hidden in the refrigerator. <laughs> here, here, let me take you out of there. I better give you something to keep you from catching cold. Let's see what's good for that. Maybe some cognac or hot milk. Yeah, I'll give you some hot milk. Cognac, cognac. Okay, 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 darling. I'll give you a little. Uh, here's the cognac. I'll pour a little into your dish. Good morning, Rochester. Good morning, Mr. Benny. I'll have your breakfast in just a minute. Oh, that's fine. I'm, I'm really hungry. Ah, uh, it won't take long. I let you sleep a little later because you're doing your TV show tonight. You know, I'm glad you did, Rochester, because I had the same dream again. The one where you were locked in the California bank? Yeah. <laughs> and I counted all the money. The fives, tens, twenties, fifties, hundreds, and thousand dollar bills. And finally, the total was $7,349,560. Boy, what a relief. Why? The night before, I was $2 short. <laughs> Gosh, the dream was so real. It must have been. Wash the green off your hands and have your breakfast. <laughs> okay. Hello, Polly. Hello. <laughs> Rochester. What's the matter with Polly? Oh, it's a long story. She's starting to catch a cold, so I gave her a little cognac. Cognac? Why didn't you give her bourbon? I can't stand it when she's got whiskey on her bread. <laughs> oh. Well, take good care of her while I'm at the studio. You know, I won't want anything to happen. I'll get it. Coming, coming. Oh, hello, Dennis. Hello. How you feeling, kid? Fine. What's new? Nothing. <laughs> oh, well, what'd you come over here for? To say goodbye, I'm running away from home. <laughs> Not again. Always runs away from home. Dennis, does your mother know you're running away from home? It was her idea. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake, another fight with your mother, huh? Uh-huh. What happened this time? Well, we were all sitting around the dinner table laughing and having a good time, and then suddenly she lost her temper when I mentioned August 14th, 1924. Well, what happened that day? That's when I was born. <laughs> oh, and as soon as you mentioned your birthday, she hit you, huh? Yeah, but she hit my father first. <laughs> now, look, kid, why don't you... Oh, Mr. Benny! What is it, Rochester? Your breakfast is ready. Okay, I'll be right there. Dennis, have you had your breakfast yet? No. Why don't you run out and get some while I'm having mine? <laughs> it won't take long. Mr. Benny, when I heard Mr. Day come in, I prepared breakfast for him, too. Oh. Well, Dennis, how about joining me? Oh, no, thanks. I'm not hungry. But, Dennis, you told me you haven't had your breakfast. I know. Then how come you're not hungry? I just had lunch. <laughs> Look, Dennis, if you weren't going to run away And you were going to be on the program next Sunday You'd sing a song, wouldn't you? Yes, sir Well, let's hear it now Always running away
sweet silver song of a lark. Walk on through the wind, walk on through the rain, though your dreams be tossed and That old song was fine I know it'll be wonderful on the program next Sunday What do you mean next Sunday? I'm running away today <laughs> I know, but while you were singing it I recorded it Gee, for an old man You don't miss a trick, do you? <laughs> Look, Dennis Will you please leave me alone? I don't want to be aggravated Because I'm supposed to do my television show today Oh, your TV show? Who's going to be your guest star? Johnny Ray When your sweetheart Sends a letter of goodbye Now cut that out it's no secret. Dennis, stop! Gee, <laughs> you're jumpy. You think it was you who was running away from home. Dennis, why don't you stop? Mr. Benny, Polly's still sneezing. Shall I call the drugstore and have them send over some medicine? The drugstore? No, call up a veterinarian and have him come right over. But, boss, that vet charges a lot of money for home visits. So what? You know where to send the bill. <laughs> What are you laughing at? If the Blue Cross ever finds out that Polly Benny isn't your daughter, you're in trouble. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, Polly doesn't need a bet. She just has a little cold. Oh, say, Mr. Benny, can I use your phone? The phone? Yes, Dennis. Go ahead. Thanks. I want to call TWA. I'm going to get on a plane and go as far now, away as minute, I can. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Dennis. Wait a minute. This has gone far enough. Now, you pick up that phone and call your mother and tell her that you're sorry and that you're not going to run away from home. But, Mr. Benny... Do as I say. Now, call your mother. Okay. Silly kid. Just before Thanksgiving, treating his mother like that. Hello, Mother. This is Dennis. Your son. <laughs> I'm over at Mr. Benny's. Uh-huh. He wanted me to call you and tell you I'm sorry and that I'm not going to run away from home. What? Okay, goodbye, Mother. What'd she say? She said for you to mind your own business. <laughs> well, I don't care what she said. You're still not going to run away from home. And take that... I'll get it, Mr. Benny. Okay. Oh, hello, Mr. Wilson. Hello, Rochester. Mr. Benny up yet? Up and assembled. He's in the den. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, hi, Jack. Hello, Dennis. Oh, hello, Don. Hello, Don. I thought I'd see you at the studio. 
I know, but I came over here first. I, I want to see you about a rather personal matter. What is it? Well, uh, can I talk to you privately? It's uh, a little confidential. Well, don't mind me. Tomorrow I'll be in Pakistan. Just <laughs> keep quiet. Now, what is this personal matter, Don? Well, I've broached this subject to you before. It's just this. I don't like all the jokes you make about my size. But Don... Oh, it wasn't so bad on radio because there the listeners couldn't see me. You can even do the same jokes about a skinny person. Well, then what's your complaint? Now you're doing them on television, and with me standing there, people can see I'm a big tub of blubber. <laughs> well, Don, I'm sorry. Just being sorry is not enough, Jack. I'd like you to take that joke out of today's script. Which joke? The one where you say to me, Don, are those your chins, or are you chewing on a Venetian blind? <laughs> It's a wonderful joke, and I made it up. I don't care. I want it out. Well. <laughs> you must be loaded. <laughs> Brother, you're rich when you can talk to me like that. Okay, Don, I didn't know you were... Excuse me, Don. Hello? Hello, Jack. This is Bob Crosby. Oh, Bob. Bob, what is it? Well, Jack, I'm kind of worried. You see, Frank Remley has disappeared. <laughs> no. Yeah. He's been gone for a couple of weeks now, and I'm getting more and more upset. Did you report his disappearance to the police? I went there last night. Well, did you give the police a good description of Frankie? Well, I didn't have to. They got his picture, fingerprints, and baby shoes. <laughs> baby shoes? Didn't Remley have them bronze? Yes, and he used them for brass knuckles. <laughs> no kidding. But, Jack, this could be serious. You're right. Maybe Frankie has amnesia and has forgotten who he is. Well, I'm not worried about that. You see, he carries an identification tag with his name, address, and also his blood type. Oh, I didn't... What, what is Frankie's blood type? Old Crow. <laughs> well, that I should have known. Now, look, Bob. Don't worry about Frankie. He'll turn up. Unfortunately, he always does. Well, I hope so. So long, Jack. Goodbye, Bob. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, Jack? Bob, I almost forgot... I want to invite you over to my house for Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, gee, thanks. My wife will be so happy. Oh. Oh, your wife? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, she's invited, too. And, Jack, you know, it's traditional for parents to take their children with them for Thanksgiving dinner. Oh. Oh, the children? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You have five, don't you? Yes, five. Well, save your car, it's not far, to Thrifty's. <laughs> Goodbye, Bob. Jack, I hope I'm invited over for Thanksgiving dinner, too. Well, of course you are, Don. Good, good. There's nothing I love better than turkey. I'm going to have chow mein on Thanksgiving. Chow mein? Sure, by then I'll be in Hong Kong. Dennis, will you please be quiet? Now, who can that be? Oh, it's probably the sportsman quartet, Jack. I told them to meet me here. Oh. Come in. Well, hello, fellas. Hmm. When are they going to learn to talk? <laughs> Don, why are the boys... 
Why are the boys carrying those pistols? Show him, fellas. Now, what's that? It's a wonderful sound effect we're going to use in the commercial we're going to do on the show. What is it? Ricochet romance. Oh, and they use the guns? Go ahead, show him, fellas. They warned me when you kissed me Your love would ricochet Your lips would find another And your heart would go To someone else's arms and baby I don't want a ricochet romance I don't want a ricochet love If you're careless with your kisses Find another turtle dove I can't live on ricochet romance No, no, not me If you're gonna ricochet baby I'm gonna set you free I knew the day I met you You began to ricochet, but baby, I don't want a ricochet romance, I don't want a ricochet love. You and me are through forever, find another turtle love. Thanks for all those gifts you gave me, those lucky strides. Let's forget and light up a lucky, that's the one I like. I'll be happy puffing a lucky, I can count on luckies I know. Always with me when I travel, fully packed and ready to glow. Always cleaner, fresher and smoother, the best smoke yet. Let's be happy, happy-go-lucky, what a cigarette. Let's be happy, happy-go-lucky, let's light a lucky Well done, I know it'll be great on the show Thanks, Jack Well, I gotta run along Can I drop you any place, Dennis? Not unless you're passing Funafuti <laughs> Passing where? <laughs> Dennis, go with her, will you? Go, go, go Mr. Billy What? You better get going to the studio Or you'll be late for your television show Oh, yes, I better hurry Well, I'll see you later Okay, so long, boys Goodbye you know, Rochester, I'm kind of nervous. I hope I have a funny television show today. Oh, you don't have to worry about that, boss. The minute you come on the stage, the audience will start laughing and screaming. You can't miss. What makes you so sure? You forgot to put on your pants. <laughs> I'll be darned. I almost did TV in my BVDs. <laughs> Rochester, get me my trousers. I have to hurry to the studio. Yes, sir. Gee, these new cars are sensational. Power steering, windows go up when you press a button, a classy horn. Gee, I'm sure glad I waited for a 1954 Cadillac. 
Yes, sir. Aren't very many of these on the road yet. Well, here's Television City. Thanks for the lift, mister. <laughs> What are you doing here? You used to be the doorman over at the radio studio. Yep, but they transferred me here to Television City. Oh, yeah. Say, Mac, is the makeup man in? Yes, sir. And your guest star, Johnny Ray, is here, too. Good, good. See you later. Oh, uh, say, Mr. Benny. Yes, Mac? Uh, Mr. Benny, how long ago was it that you held the I Can't Stand Jack Benny contest? Well, we finished that eight years ago. Well, you ought to make an announcement on your program. We keep getting about 500 letters a week. <laughs> well, at least they're listeners. They couldn't hate me if they weren't. Yeah. See you later. Gee, Television City is certainly beautiful. It's got the latest style architecture. The architects put in all the latest improvements. Electric eyes, sliding walls, thermostatic air conditioning, indirect lighting, complete soundproofing. Luckily, there's a gas station on the corner. They forgot the washrooms. I wonder where my director is. Oh, stagehand! Yes, Mr. Benny? Have you seen Mr. Ralph Levy, my director? Uh, yeah, there he is with the camera crew. Oh, yes. Oh, Mr. Levy! Mr. Levy! Here I am, Jack. <laughs> Mr. Levy, I understand you have some things you wanted to discuss with me before I go on. Oh, uh, yes, Jack. It's just a minor thing. But whenever you start a television show and you're out on the stage by yourself, I notice you always keep putting your hands in your hip pocket. This can be very distracting. Well, I'm sorry, Ralph. It's a habit. Jack, you're out there alone. Your money's safe. <laughs> okay, I'll watch it. Now, Ralph, there are a couple of things I'd like to talk to you about. What's that? Well, some people told me that when they saw me on television during my last show that I looked kind of old and they even detected a few wrinkles in my face. Now, why is that? Well, it's very simple, Jack. You see, you know you're 39 and I know you're 39. It's just the camera that's so stupid. <laughs> hmm. Excuse me, you say, Mr. Levy, should I get the scenery set? Yeah, Joe, and Harry, move those lights a little closer. Dick, Dick Fisher, tell the cameraman to stand by. Oh, say, Ralph, uh, wait a minute. We're not doing a murder mystery on the show tonight, are we? Of course not. Then why is that body lying there? I don't know. It's been there since we did our last TV show. Oh, excuse me. Hello. Hello, Bob. I found him. 
It's time for dress rehearsal. Okay, Joe. Everybody stand by. Ready, Jack? Yes. Oh, by the way, Jack, I almost forgot. What? Before you came here, I timed the show again, and we were three minutes too long, so I cut out the scene where you play the violin solo. Now, wait a minute, Ralph. You can't cut that scene. I had to. I told you we were three minutes long. Well, we'll cut something else. You're not taking out my violin solo. Jack, I'm the director, and I think it's best for the show. The violin is out, and that's final. Well, it's not final. I'm going over your head to the producer. I'm the producer, too. <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot. The producer and the director. Whose idea was it you should hold down two jobs? Yours. You wanted to save the money. <laughs> care if you are the producer and the director. I'm the star, and I say my violin solo stays in. And I say it comes out. I say it stays in. <laughs> Ralph. Ralph, that big light fell from way up there on that platform almost hit me. How could an accident like that happen? That was no accident. It's amazing what you can do when you're the producer and director. <laughs> I don't care. We're going to do it my way. All right, we'll do it your way. <laughs> That's better. Well, I'll go to my dressing room and change. Hey, Mr. Levy. What is it, Joe? You were right, he's chicken. <laughs> everybody stand by for dress rehearsal. Stand by, everybody. I will be back in a minute to tell you about my show, which goes on immediately after this program on the CBS television network with my guest star, Johnny Ray. But first, a word to cigarette smokers. Smoking enjoyment is all a matter of taste, and the fact of the matter is, Lucky's taste better. Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. For Lucky's strike means fine tobacco, richer tasting fine tobacco. Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Lucky strike, lucky strike. Friends, let's take a good, close look at the subject of why you smoke cigarettes. Think it over a minute, and you'll agree that the main reason, and probably the only reason you smoke, is simply that you enjoy it. You like the taste of a cigarette. Sure, smoking enjoyment is all a matter of taste. And the fact of the matter is, Lucky's taste better. Lucky's taste better cleaner, fresher, smoother, for two very important reasons. One is, LSMFT, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. The tobacco in Lucky's is fine, naturally mild, good tasting. Another reason for this better taste is that Lucky's are actually made better, made round and firm and fully packed to draw freely and smoke evenly. Fine tobacco in a better made cigarette gives you better taste every single time. So if you go along with me that smoking enjoyment is all a matter of taste, then be happy, go lucky, because the fact of the matter is, Lucky's taste better. Get a carton of Lucky Strike and see for yourself. Be happy, go lucky, get better taste today. Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned before, tonight I'm doing my TV show on the CBS network, and my guest star will be Johnny Ray. And we're going to... Oh, excuse me. Hello? Oh, Johnny. Are you a television city? You aren't? 
Well, where are you? On the corner of... What are you doing there? Oh, you're waiting for a 1954 Cadillac, too. <laughs> well, get here as soon as you can. Goodbye, Johnny. Good night, folks. See you in 30 seconds. The Jack Benny Show tonight was written by Milt Josephsberg, John Packerberry, Hal Goldman, Al Gordon, and produced and transcribed by Hilliard Marks. Be sure to hear The American Way with Horace Height for Lucky Strike every Thursday over this same station. Consult your newspaper for the time. The Jack Benny Program is brought to you by Lucky Strike, product of the American Tobacco Company, America's leading manufacturer of cigarettes. Thank <laughs> you.